Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. As you probably know, in the past couple of days, we celebrated two significant days in our church's calendar. On Sunday, November the 1st, it was the Feast of All Saints, which is a celebration of all of those men and women who have achieved eternal uh, salvation and whose names perhaps are not known to us, but are present to us and indicate to us our goal in our life. That is followed by the commemoration of all the faithful, departed often called All Souls Day. I want to uh, really concentrate on that commemoration of the faithful departed, because it tells us and commemorates a very important part of our life within the Church. And that is the understanding that the Church is not simply that collection of people, of faithful, who are here present in this uh, time and in this place. That the Church uh, extends over a long historical period, from the time of the fulfillment of the ministry of Jesus Christ until his second coming. And that church is a communion of persons. It is a communion of persons who have gone before us and a communion of persons who will come after us. And it allows us a certain modesty, really a humility, about we who are living here and now, realizing that we are, and sometimes a very small part of a very large aspect of salvation history. And that is why I think it is so important for us to remember those who have gone before us, who are still a part of us in ways that we may not understand until we are reunited at the end of time. But it, it's a wonderful expression of how interconnected are the lives of all the faithful living and dead. And therefore, we have a day dedicated to remembering those faithful departed who are still in that final period of purification before they are brought into the full presence of God. And they long for our participation in their act of purification. In a sense, what they are going through as a final stage of entry into their eternal existence, we are experiencing here on earth. We, too, are going through a period of purification. We, too, call upon the saints to assist us in our journey, just as we pray for the continuing grace of God and Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit. And our prayers of remembrance for the dead are an important part of that continuity of prayer, that continuity of our pilgrimage to the kingdom of God proclaimed by Jesus Christ. We know here we have no lasting city. By baptism, however, we are part of an everlasting city of the kingdom the kingdom which is present to us, not in its perfect form, but yet in a way 
that should touch our lives deeply, realizing who went before us and who will be coming after us. So that the remembrance of the dead is an encouragement of our own personal memory of where our community has been, of how we fit into that community, how we are to live in it, how our pilgrimage is progressing toward its fulfillment. We should be moved by gratitude for those who have gone before us. And to commit ourselves to enhancing that gift they give us by example and by grace. And we make that commitment in order that we might hand on to a future generation what was so generously given to us. Remembering the dead is an important aspect not only of our Christian life, but of our understanding of being simply human persons. There is a larger understanding of remembering the dead. And in all advanced cultures, there has always been a very large role played by that remembrance of those who have gone before us. In fact, one historian once said, one can tell the character and quality of a culture by the way in which it treats of the dead. I remember as a Boy Scout, on the day before Memorial Day, or as we used to call it, Decoration Day, we would go out to the cemetery of fallen soldiers who died in the Civil War and put flags on all of their graves. It was a very profound act of piety, but it was also a recognition of the critical importance of cultivating an historical memory. And I think that is an especially important point to understand today. Amidst all of the attempts to erase our historical memory, in fact, that has often been a characteristic of totalitarian societies, In fact, in George Orwell's novel, 1984, there was an entire government bureaucracy dedicated to reshaping history according to the present needs of the ideology. In fact, in the Ministry of Truth, as it was called in such a hideous transformation of the word, there was what was called the memory hole that if something had happened that did not uh, participate in what was important to the ideology, it was just tossed down the memory hole and forgotten. But cultivating an historical memory allows us to know how we got where we are. And that understanding is crucial to how we should live our lives now and how we should work for the future. Remembering the dead, remembering our history, is an encouragement toward the virtue of humility. I often said we can do something, but we can't do everything. We have to allow ourselves to understand what it is that is before us that we can work with and 
what we can do. Without realizing that we can never create in the here and now a perfect society. But we can draw on those who went before us to understand how, in fact, they faced the same kinds of realities that we face today. Having no historical memory exposes a culture to every passing ideology and encourages a social pride that believes that we can create humanity in our own, often an untenable and poorly conceived image. And this has been the cause of much suffering and even disaster. Sometimes attempts to erase the past rather than to understand it are an expression of an unthinking pride that will inevitably come to smash. But in our remembrance of the dead, which is both an act of piety and a source of consolation, we find a goad to living as we are to be able to correct past mistakes and to achieve a future that is still open to great hope. And it is the expression of the Christian hope that in the end, when our Lord Jesus Christ appears among us in his glory, all things will be revealed, all things will be enfolded into his plan, and all will be well.